0: Welcome back to another episode of Detroit vs. the NFL. I'm your host, Calvin Little, and in today's episode, I will be discussing the Detroit Lions matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders at home on Monday Night Football. This is Detroit's only home game in a primetime matchup, so it should be a wild crowd in Ford Field. The Lions are also coming off of a big blowout loss last week against the Ravens, as we all know. And an upset roster and an upset coach are not who an opponent like the Raiders wants to face next. A hungry Dan Campbell looking for the sixth win of the season I think will take this opportunity against a pretty easy team to get a big win heading into the bye week. That being said, the Raiders are also coming off of a blowout loss, but the Lions just seem to have more energy than teams like the Raiders when it comes to situations like these. Um, the Lions also don't have too many injuries just like last week, with the only injured players being questionable, such as Tai, Frank Ragnow, and David Montgomery. While Montgomery is injured, I have faith in Jameer Gibbs, unlike some other fans. And that statement right there is going to bring me into my weekly rant. Now, I get it, the Lions took a big loss, you know, some of us, we were losing our faith, you know. We're, we're not really sure if this team is maybe Super Bowl caliber. I get that, I, I accept your opinions, but here's the thing. I go on to Twitter 30 minutes after the game to see how the fan base is reacting. It's not good. I I see people seeing like we need to fire Dan Campbell, trade Jamison Williams, all of these crazy things, how this team isn't going to make the postseason, how they can't beat any good teams, they won't have a winning record. Guys, please calm down. It is week eight right now. They took a tough loss to a good team. We're still top 10 in the power rankings. We're definitely making the playoffs. And while I can understand how some of us maybe aren't buying stock or betting on us winning the Super Bowl, I can still guarantee we'll at least win one playoff game because I don't think this team is going to go into the postseason and lose straight away. I have faith in this team. So I, it, it just like... It, it, it's almost like, you know, you, you all of a sudden have these SOL Lions fans who, you know, they're crawling out of the caves. They're just waiting to pounce on any negative thing the Lions do. Like, you have all of these guys who've been watching since, like, 2008, which is when the Lions had, went 0-16, and, like, I don't know why, but these guys, th- they're called SOL fans. For those of you who, like, aren't part of the fan base, they're called SOL fans, same old Lions fans. They believe that the Lions are always gonna suck no matter what. Now, they'll still root for the team and stuff, but like they want the team to do bad just so that they can be right about them being bad every year. So when the Lions take a loss or like get blown out, they crawl out of their caves, they type up something on social media, and they just start lashing. Same old Lions are going to the postseason and they're just terrorizing the fan base. They're they're it's like they're pouring gasoline on it and lighting it up. Like they're just like they're just gonna take any opportunity that they get. Uh, to really, to really make a downpour on the positive energy of the fan base, and it's just like, if you're only rooting for the negatives, why are you a fan base? Like, I get that you've been traumatized for the past ten years by this team, but you have to realize that like it's a new day. Like these aren't the same old lions. It's you know the five and two lions. Like when was the last time that you can remember the lions being five and two? I've been watching since I was in third grade. I for sure know that they weren't five and two then. Um, so you know. It's just stuff like that, but, you know, I, I, I'm i just really disappointed in the fan base, I guess, because of how they reacted after this uh, team's loss, but, you know, I think, like, for the people that are saying, oh, we're not gonna make the postseason, just keep your word, because when we uh, do make the postseason, I don't wanna hear you being like, just as I said, sorry, notification, just as I said, I knew they were gonna make the postseason, stuff like that. You know you you gotta stick to your opinion if you're gonna believe that and if you're gonna terrorize the fan base uh fine by me but like when we go into the pole season don't be jumping on the bandwagon hype just stay in your little cave and you know hope they lose if that's gonna be your energy but anyway that's it for my rant um i just had to get that out of my system because like guys if you're listening and you're a lions fan like please be a good fan Like, me saying it's against the refs, I get that that, you know, maybe doesn't help the fan base, uh, in a way, but, you know, I'd say that's a bit different than saying that, like, we should trade our best players, and, you know, we're not gonna make the postseason, but, all I'm saying is, be an educated fan, you know, saying that, you know, we took a loss, and that we may not win the Super Bowl is one thing, um, but, you know, like like some players are saying you know take the loss and just build from it you know i think i think the situation is you know we took a tough loss to the raiders but you know or to the ravens uh we're going against the raiders in monday night football at home and then you get a nice long bye week um and then you come back and you're playing the chargers on the road which should be pretty fun if you go into the bye week 6 and 2 which is very likely i think you know you're going to be pretty hyped uh, get rested and well-prepared over the bye week for L.A. If you beat L.A., your schedule is Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, uh, who's next, uh, Vikings, Cowboys, and Vikings. I don't think I missed anybody super critical. Yeah, so you have, like, I'd say at least uh, seven pretty easy games coming up uh, after the Chargers. Chargers I'm leaving out because, like, they have a really good roster, but they're not super good this year, and, you know, their coach isn't that great. But I'm still putting them in the maybe category because you never know. Justin Herbert and uh, Keenan Allen are pretty good. But anyway, we can't look too ahead in the future. we got to focus on the Raiders first. Um, so, in terms of what Detroit needs to do this week, um, I think the Lions will need to, you know, put put on some man coverage in the defense especially on Devonte adams because last week like you had guys like zay flowers and odell beckham jr just wide open across the field because they were trying to play zone one thing dan campbell said was guys weren't committing to their role like if a guy was a pass rusher um and lamar look was looking to throw to a guy who was maybe close to him the guy would stop pass rushing and try and guard but that would allow lamar to scramble for a few yards and then you had guys like who were like instead of committing to like a certain man they were committing to like a zone coverage so it's just stuff like that where you know guys you know he was saying you know you can't be a hero all the time sometimes you just got to do your job and if they score a touchdown you know it's not your responsibility it's the other guy who was guarding the receiver but if you're just doing your job man that that's all we need you to do so I think what he was saying is that like you got guys trying to do the right thing but it but it's actually hurting the defense and I think that's a lot of what happened uh during last week's loss Um, but I also think they'll need to put more pressure on the QB Um, as last week Lamar uh, Jackson was pressured in the pocket for 10 seconds like you know he was about to get sacked uh, for 10 seconds straight but he still threw a touchdown pass and it's just like you know getting him pressured is one thing but I think actually getting the sack and, like, actually putting good pressure on him is another. Like, I was saying how putting pressure is good because it makes him, you know, think quicker and, you know, maybe not make a great decision, but, like, if you're just doing that for 10 seconds straight, it's going to allow him to calm down and actually focus back in. So, you got to put pressure on him quickly so that you can actually get a sack so that that 10-second pocket thing doesn't happen again. Um, And we've seen it with... Uh, Detroit in scrambling quarterbacks this year um, and even last year, guys like Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, um, Lamar Jackson, uh, even Jordan Love for a bit, um, you know, because he kind of scrambles uh, every now and then. You know, guys like those who, you know, you, you just got to do your best job to really try and guard them um, and contain them. And we've seen Detroit struggle with scrambling quarterbacks uh, in these past few years. I'm not too concerned about Jimmy Garoppolo. But he's a guy who's got a big arm, um, and I think that he can, you know, he he can long ball it pretty far, especially with guys like Devontae Adams. So if you put pressure on Garoppolo and really limit him, um, uh, then you can really shut down the offense, um, especially by manning up Devontae Adams. Even if you, you know, maybe don't put um, the best pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo, if you man up Devontae Adams, like, you're taking away his best receiver. And that being said, Devontae Adams has complained about not even getting the ball that much. So, Garoppolo may not even look to him uh, that much. But, you know, you never know. I'm just saying that, you know, in terms of what the defense needs to do, like, they, they gotta put more pressure on Garoppolo... Um, and, you know, man up Devontae Adams as well as the other receivers, but, you know, those are going to be the two key things that this defense is going to need to do. They played well so far this season, held opponents to six points twice. They had a bad game uh, last week, but I think this week, you know, they'll get it together. Um, In terms of the offense, uh, I think Goff, you know, he just got to keep doing what he's doing. Um, you know, obviously, uh, be safe where he's throwing the ball, find the open man, Um, and overall, just make good decisions if there's a fumble, or if, you know, it's looking like a risky uh, pass that he's going to throw, is just going to be an interception, Um, so, you know, I think he's just got to be careful with the ball, stuff like that. Um, In terms of, one thing I wanted to point out was, in terms of the offensive line, they'll need to be aware that Max Crosby uh, is a, dangerous pass rusher they'll need to make sure that they put you know a a big guy like Panay Sewell on him uh to make sure that he's not gonna put too much pressure on Goff um but you know I think this offense uh they're really gonna come alive this week you know they didn't do too well last week um but I think you know if you look at Jared Goff's stats everybody's talking about it he plays much better at home than he does on the road so I think this uh road crowd will definitely help him uh perform better um, so, you know, that's going to wrap it up for the Lions segment of this show. Like, you know, they, they took a tough loss last week, but you got to realize, like, it's the Raiders. I'm, I'm predicting us to win by 17, you know. I think we can get this big win, but here's the thing Dan Campbell was talking about. They can't let that Ravens loss bleed into the Raiders. If they lose to the Raiders, or even if they only win by, like, a point, maybe, or if it's really close... Then that's when I would start to worry as a fan But, um, you know, I would really just, you know Work on um, just trying to get the win this week Because, you know, that's the most important thing Is if you get the win, you know You go 6-2 into the bye week Which is something you really haven't done in a long time But overall, you know, I think that that's the key thing Is you just gotta beat the Raiders by a lot Because if you don't, then, you know It's gonna, you're, you're obviously gonna lose a lot more faith in your fan base. Um, and you know, you may not you know everybody's gonna start, you know, worrying about you. But if you beat the Raiders by a significant amount and go six and two into the bye week, then come rest it up and play a good uh second half of the season, you know, I think that'll that'll be um pretty good for this team. Um but yeah, like I said, that'll wrap it up for this line segment. Mm-hmm. Hope they win. Um so going into the NFL schedule, uh Buccaneers and Bills uh Thursday, Bills won twenty-four to eighteen Going in for the first 1 o'clock game, we have Jets and Giants. Um, I'm going to take the Jets on this one. The Giants have been looking uh, pretty bad so far within this uh, within the season, um, so I will take the Jets um, on this one. Then you've got Jaguars and Steelers. This one is looking really good. Um, it's going to be a fun matchup. Um, I am going to take the Jaguars over this one. I do think Trevor Lawrence is looking better than Kenny Pickett uh, so far, and I think both of those teams, like, you know, I think the Jaguars are just a better team overall. Then you've got Eagles and Commanders. I'm going to take the Eagles on this one. You know, Commanders, they've been okay so far, but I think against this Eagles team um, who have been doing really well, I think the uh, uh, Eagles get the win. Uh, Then you've got Rams and Cowboys. Um, this one, you know, on paper, it looks kind of fun because, like, the Rams won a Super Bowl two years ago, you know, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, but, uh, you know, I think I will take the Cowboys. Um, the Rams, you know, they, they've been looking, you know, better than they were last year, but they're still not, you know, that Super Bowl team that they were two years ago, so I will take the Cowboys in this one. Uh, then you've got Vikings and Packers, uh, a game that Lions fans should be uh, pretty interested in as it is a division game. Um, I am a bit concerned for the Vikings. They beat the 49ers and have a very easy schedule throughout these next five weeks. I am going to take um, the Vikings on this one to win. The Packers took a tough loss to the Broncos. Overall, are looking really, really bad. Um, but I think you know the Vikings are riding some momentum, so I will take them to win. Um, The Falcons and Titans is what we got next. I'm going to take the Titans. Desmond Ritter still isn't looking comfortable as a quarterback. Um, And, you know, he's just, you know, not doing too well. Um, Titans, however, uh, I believe their backup quarterback, Malik Willis, is going to play most of the snaps in this game. Um, uh, So I will take them to win still. Um, Because, you know, I think uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry will do pretty well. Uh, Then we've got Patriots and Dolphins. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins on this one. Patriots, you know, they haven't been looking too good. Um, You know, they did get a big win against Buffalo last week, but I think if you look at them overall, I think the Dolphins are, you know, the better team in terms. But, you know, I could see it being close. Uh, Then we've got Saints and Colts. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints on this one. Um, The Colts took a tough loss uh, to the Browns last week. That being said, there was some bad penalties towards the end. Um, But I am going to take the Saints. They've been looking um, better, in my opinion. The Colts, you know, they they just aren't having it this season, I don't think. Uh, Then we've got Texans and Panthers. I I really don't, like, see the the point in this matchup. You know, the Panthers, they haven't gotten a win yet. I'm going to take the Texans here. Um, Both these teams, you know, they're not too good but it is the battle of um, the rookie QBs who just got drafted this year, so I will take C.J. Stroud over Bryce Young. Um, Then we've got Browns and Seahawks. I'm going to take the Seahawks on this one. Um, Deshaun Watson is still injured, so I think that will limit the Browns' offense pretty much, Um, and they barely beat the uh, Colts last week, so I will take the Browns. Then we've got Bengals and 49ers. Uh, This one, you know, it looks interesting, but I am going to take the 49ers on this one. Joe Burrow uh, and this offense hasn't been doing too well within these past few weeks, Um, and I think against this really good 49ers roster, the 49ers will get the win. Um, Chiefs and Broncos next. uh, I am going to take the Chiefs as we saw this game two weeks ago on Thursday Night Football. Chiefs whooped them pretty hard, or maybe it was close, I don't remember, but the Chiefs won, and I'll take the Chiefs to win again. Um, then we've got Ravens and Cardinals. Obviously, Ravens coming off of a big win last week. I will take them to beat the Cardinals, who are not doing so good. Then you have got Sunday Night Football, Bears and Chargers. Um, I am going to take the Chargers here as, you know, I don't really think that the Bears, you know, they did come off of a big win last week against the Raiders, but, you know, I don't think that that will really uh, go into this week. Um, as you know, the, the Chargers, I think you know you have Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Justin Herbert, who are three really electric players. If the coaching staff can get it together, I think that the Chargers can win. And then to cap off, we've got Monday Night Football with the Raiders and the Lions. And then we'll go into the next week Thursday night matchups so that we can get the full week of predictions in. Uh, Titans and Steelers next Thursday. Uh, I'll take the Titans. You know, I obviously don't know if they'll win or lose their matchup. Uh, this week, but I would take them against the Steelers in terms of roster-to-roster. Roster. Uh, so now moving into the last segment, we've got fantasy starts and sits. Uh, for start, I would start Calvin Ridley. Um, he's been looking really good as one of Jacksonville's top wide receivers, so you know Lawrence uh, is going to pass to him quite often. would also start Garrett Wilson, wide receiver for the New York Jets. He's also been looking like Zach Wilson's top and favorite target. Um, And I would also start Drake London, you know, you've got a guy like Desmond Ritter, who, you know, isn't the greatest quarterback, but he's got, you know, Drake London as a very reliable target. Um, So I think, you know, I would start him. Um, In terms of sit, I would sit Dak Prescott. Um, You know, he may be looking like, you know, a good starter, but I wouldn't. um, He hasn't been doing too well. He's only been getting me about nine or ten points on my bench. Um, So yeah. And then I would also sit Najee Harris, uh, running back for the Steelers. You know, they've tried to utilize him, but it just hasn't really been working out for him. Uh, and he hasn't been having the year a lot of us thought he would have. Um, I would also sit Brandon Aiyuk, wide receiver for the 49ers. Um, you know, I think they've got um, other weapons like Debo Samuel, who is injured for this week. But they've also got guys like Christian McCaffrey and uh, what's that other guy's name? Maybe it was Debo, but, you know, they've got those guys who, you know, really, they'll get the job done, and I don't think um, Brandon Ayuk is going to really fit into that offense, and I don't think he'll be utilized as much, so if you have him maybe as, like, a flex position, I wouldn't recommend using him. But anyway, that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. As I said, you know, the Lions, they've got a lot to do, but I think they can get it done. They just got to make sure that they do all the right things on defense, all the right things on offense. You know, get a win going into the bye week. That's the most important thing. But thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Hope you have a great weekend of football. And just a reminder that postgame will be on Tuesday because the Lions play Monday night. But remember, it's not just Detroit versus the Raiders. It's Detroit versus the NFL. We'll be right back. back.